Welcome, massive players and shiftless layabouts, to episode 203 of the Nerd Stravaganza podcast, a show that makes for perfect background listening on those long raids that make you question what you're doing with your life. I'm Tomaldar, the Elder Wizard. I'm Pilrin! <laughs> <laughs> I am Narmak, the Destroyer. It's Cameron spelled backwards, Narmak. I love it. <laughs> And tonight, as we consider our next foray into the exciting world of MMORPGs, as Brian presents the merits of the hottest new such game, Dark Desert... Sorry, Dark Desert Online. Black Desert Online. <laughs> DDO. DDO. It's already taken. Uh, is that Korean, by the way? Is that a Korean MMO, Brian? It looks like it, kind of. Maybe. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it looks good. Anyway, before we get into that, I will remind you, listeners, that no party will have you if they find out that you are not a subscriber to us on iTunes and that you do not give us good feedback. We'll take bad feedback, but we prefer good. Maximum stars, please. Yeah, maximum stars equals maximum XPs and sweet gear to impress your friends. Friends. And with that browbeating out of the way, it's time to launch into the episode. Due to scheduling conflicts and our spotty clairvoyance, we haven't upped our skill in that particular art enough yet to for it to be reliable. Uh, we'll be dispensing with the weekly, 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 weekly update as we are pre-recording this episode. You may have noticed we're wearing the same clothes as last week. You may also think that's normal. <laughs> if so, this episode is definitely for you. Yeah. Can't believe you're in another dark t-shirt, Tom. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, with that said, Cam, why don't you take us away with the new extravaganza from, I guess, a week ago by the time this airs. Yeah, prognosticating the future. Um, I, I, by this time, by everyone, by the time everyone sees this, I'll be in Greece, and hopefully, hopefully, I have not uh, been uh, involved in any air incidents with any drones. Um, <laughs> and that sort of leads me into my first news story, which is um, the last week, I guess, a French Airbus, uh, uh, Air France flight, uh, French Airbus A thirty A three twenty narrowly missed a drone that would have probably catastrophically caused a crash of the plane. Oh, some idiot was flying a drone at 5,500 feet uh, in the runway in the like, you know, whatever the landing path uh, of this Airbus. Um, so much. And it was like, not just like, Oh, we just sort of flew by it. And it was like, a, you know, whatever this guy had to disengage the autopilot, the, the, the pilot that he had to disengage the autopilot and actually avoid the, the drone which would have hit the left wing might've even gotten sucked into the, uh, uh, into the engine. Um, but, and even with the quick thinking and, and him realizing that that was happening, uh, it's still only by their estimation only missed the wing by about five meters. Whoa. Uh, for those of you who don't do the metric system, which is like feet. everyone in the United States, that's probably what, like maybe seven, eight feet. Uh, I think it's, I think a meter is rough, roughly a yard. So about 15 feet. Oh, 15 feet. Okay. Yeah. So, so within five minutes, even I can't fucking do the calculation. <laughs> um, it's really close. Yeah. yeah that, so, that's way too close for comfort. Especially in like air, airplane terms. You know what I mean? Uh, you don't want anything even like, you know, a hundred meters. So uh, yeah, hopefully uh, my flight to Greece uh, does not encounter any drones. Um Let's see. Uh, we're going to be talking about BDO tonight. Uh, let's talk some other game news, I guess, then. Um, Quantum Break, which is a game that's coming out, 
is actually, you know, people were looking at like the footage and stuff that came out. Um, and it looked a lot like a game called Alan Wake. Have you guys ever played that game, Alan Wake? No, no. I've heard of it, but never played it. I own that game and I will let, I will lend it to you, Tom, oh. if you'd like to, if you'd like to play it, uh, on the Xbox uh, 360. It is a great game. I mean, cinematically, just like theme wise, it's actually, it's like very like suspenseful and like, uh, creepy like you play it at home by yourself like in the dark i mean it's it's it gets pretty creepy so it's a great game actually and um the remedy studios uh who uh is producing quantum break has come out and said yeah it's it looks like alan wake because um it's pretty much was going to be alan wake 2 and we just repurposed it okay all right um so uh i might have to pick that up just because i was such a big fan of the original alan wake um series um or show uh game uh (laughs) thing yeah um speaking of video games again uh the new cast of gears of war uh came out the gears of war 4 edition um shows a hipster chick a bro like white dude and like the quintessential i have some short dreads black guy (laughs) that look nothing at all like gears um and will probably make me not buy the game. Basically, yeah, they look twerpy, right? Compared to like the, they the... look like idiots. They're not even any, and they're not in uniforms. They're not. They don't have the chainsaw gun. Like, I mean, why? Why Cam, is it Cam, even a Gears game? You know, I, I'm not trying to apologize. Well, no, Gears is a bunch of meatheads with guns, right? It's like yeah. Predator meets like every other '80s like cheesy movie, right? right. Uh, why are you having like hipsters in the game now yeah. basically yeah. i don't wearing, wearing jeans like with like a pump action shotgun like this is like the future and it's like i don't know man it seems like they're departing way from their core audience let's hope these are just like support characters or something yeah hopefully they're the idiots that get killed in the first wave <laughs> <laughs> that'd be fine that'd be fine yeah so yeah so definitely uh unless i see something better out of that i'm not buying gears um if you, if anyone has ever, you know, wanted to immortalize me in a 3D printed nude action figure, you can now do that. Um, all you need is two pictures of my face well lit, which I'm sure you can screen capture from this YouTube video. And uh, you can buy a nudie. It's called a N-U-D-E-E, nudie 3D figure, which is a... Uh, British company called Firebox and they are producing them. So all you have to do is upload a couple photos and they will make a action nude action figure to your liking. You don't even have to uh, sort of like the Gears of War conversation we just had. You don't have to have a big meathead action figure. You can have a pleasantly plump action figure. You can have a very skinny uh, action figure. Um, whatever body you want, you can put your head on and uh, have displayed for all to see pleasantly plump and i won't say skinny but not pleasantly plump those descriptions fit the entire cast so you can (laughs) you can extrapolate from there if you want to capture any of our faces (laughs) oh man it's so funny dude it's it says now the nudie isn't a toy it's a high-end replica figure of you mounted on your ideal body your dream of having that eight pack can finally be obtained Always wanted to Jesus. see what Jonah Hill's face would look like on your body? Nope. Just go with the default male figurehead, and that's 
what's going to happen. So you get Jonah Hill's <laughs> face as the default. Amazing. amazing. Uh, I'm going to post that. And like, uh, people are going to post those in like online dating profiles. Like this is me at the beach. Check me out. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, NEC, which is a, you know, pretty high tech company that's been around for quite a while, actually. Um, they have just come out with um, um, biometric authentication, which uses your ear hole, um, you know, <laughs> security and passwords and like, you know, thumbprints and all this stuff. Like no one, no one's really come to a, like, I guess, commonly accepted solution as to security for authentication for your devices and things like that right now. So NEC is throwing their hat into the ring and saying, look, forget the thumbprint, forget this, forget that, forget all passwords or whatever. All you got to do is stick this, you know, microphone into your ear. And because everyone's ear hole is different, it's like a fingerprint. It's, it's like specific to you. It makes certain reverberations of sounds in your ear canal and in your ear hole different. So yours Tom is way different than anyone else's. So if you stick this microphone into your ear and it feeds into your computer, you can log on uh, biometrically authenticated. Hmm. That's interesting. I had no idea. Why they went with the ear hole? I mean, it just seems like, I don't know. It just seems weird, first of all. And then it just seems like a lot to go through. I mean, why can't, what happened to the eye? Like, I just want to look at my computer and it see my eye and just turn on. You know what I mean? Like, for even the stupid, you know, the thumbprint and whatever fingerprints are stupid too. Like, just look at me and see that it's me and turn on. Like, why haven't we gotten to that yet? I mean, I definitely have seen that on uh, Mission Impossible, so it's got to be available. <laughs> I'm not too thrilled. We're going the sticking things in your body yeah, route. Exactly. I will say, in their defense, the adult toy industry is expert at. <laughs> getting molds of uh, certain body parts and mass producing them. So there's some possible synergies there if they want to uh, work together. Yeah. It's doesn't. It's, uh... If they want to work together on fraud, <laughs> that is because they can just get somebody's ear canal, copy it, and then they'll pass the biometrics scan. Yeah. Make a prosthetic ear hole. Yes. Um, speaking of fraud and uh, hacking and all that stuff, ransomware who, I love you guys. Hey, you're great. Please don't hack me. Uh, that's why I keep bringing you guys up uh, uh, on the show. Um, you know, we talked a few weeks ago about how they, 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 you know, before they were just, you know, 50 bucks here, a couple hundred bucks there from people that they just hacked into randomly. Um, you know, they would take their computer hostage and say, hey, send us, money, you know, send us Bitcoin or, you know, you won't get your computer back uh, or function of your computer back. And then they, they, they set their sights on that uh, hospital in California. And they ended up getting 17,000 bucks out of them to return their like, you know, computer systems back. Mm. Well, now it seems that they've cracked the Mac code. And so Windows users are not the only ones they're going after anymore. Now they are going after Mac users. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. So if you own a Mac and you have a program called Key Ranger, K-E-R-A-N-G-E-R, on your computer, that's probably ransomware. So uh, update your Norton or what is Norton even around anymore? Uh, update your <laughs> security software to make sure that you are watching out for ransomware if you don't want to get hacked. Um, and uh, that rounds out my news. Let's get into uh, some MMORPG talk. 
Yeah, I mean, if ever you could hope that somebody did encrypt your hard drive and hold the key for ransom, uh, it would be if you're addicted to MMORPGs. Yeah, cut off the cut you off. (laughs) Stop you from being a shiftless layabout, (laughs) contributing to society. Exactly. By the way, is it? And I, I, you know, the the uh, this is only because I've heard it. Like, heard some guys fighting about it at the game store. Of course, at the game store, Uh, our amazing sponsor at the Adventure Game Store. At at that, Um, but you know, so this is no you know aspersion on them at at the store. But like the people were there were uh, arguing the other day. Is it massive multiplayer? A massive multiplayer online RPG, or is it massively multiplayer? Massively. Massively. Massively is what I've always heard, yeah. Yeah, I think I think at least originally, who knows what it's, you know, become accepted. Massively multiplayer. Yeah, that's what I've always thought it was too, with massively, but someone was like, No, it's not that anymore. It's massive because massively is grammatically incorrect and they fixed oh, shut that. up just just <laughs> shut up it's massively because it's massive it you have multiplayer then you have something that's massively multiplayer right or right. You, so that, that's what it means it's, it's a degree of multiplayerness and exactly it's a made-up term it's not proper english anyway leave it to the rules lawyers at the game store which we love uh the adventure game store in Debbie, florida <laughs> check it out to come up with something like that he, uh, he even went so far as to be like, well, listen, I'm, I'm a, I'm a middle school teacher and I, I know what, you know, <laughs> grammar. And uh, it was, I, it was funny. Cause I was just sort of like off to the side, doing my own thing, just listening and just watching the train wreck occur. But it was, it's, it's amazing that the, the conversations you you overhear. You're also a regular MMORPG player, which means you're several pegs down. And <laughs> when it comes to people I'm going to listen to, so. Right. Anyway, uh, so uh all right, yeah. <laughs> Massively. So let us discuss the as they say new hotness in massive or massively MMORPGs. Brian, what's this all about, man? You, you you're you are the brave soul plunging in ahead of us. Um god, I don't even know where to start. It's um a Korean I, you know, RPG just doesn't really cover it. It, it it's, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what genre this is. It, it, it's very Civ, like Sid Meier's Civ, Civ mm. 1, 2, Civ, and social. It, it's not, it, it's unlike any MMO I've seen before. And, Actually, its launch in America has, has kind of been negatively affected by that because what happened was, I think it came out March 3rd. Mm. And of course, by March 5th, like half the population was level, uh, I think 54, believe it or not, is is the maximum you can get right now. And everybody was complaining, oh, I'm level 54. This sucks. I'm bored. I just beat the game in 24 hours. Ah. The, the, the combat? the the level progression is such a tiny part of this game that rpg is almost unfair you're meant to exist in this world right it's- so they, i mean they're calling this sandbox and, and that term just gets just destroyed these days it means nothing but this i mean this is as much a sandbox as i've ever seen multiplayer you can 
there's, there's places to rent in town, like houses. So yeah, you can rush to level 50 and be bored and like, Oh, I beat the game. Now I'm done. What's next? Or you can, you can rent out these places in, in, in town and you can, you can put in a house, you can put in, uh, a, a, a lodging so that you can hire workers to live there. You can put in uh, uh, lumber mills so that while you're going outside and gathering, you know, logs for trade skilling, they, they will process it for you. Uh, one of the options is a shipwright. You can actually, you, you need a lumber mill, of course, to process things and take to your shipwright, but then they will build you ships and you walk up, there's like a, a guy, like a, they call him a harbor master, and you register the ship that you just made, and it appears, and then you can just get on it and sail off with people that you don't know, or or friends, or like your ship now exists in the game world. So it sounds like it's like The Sims, but like you can do some combat and other shit. Like almost like... Yeah, I- I'm I'm really like I I I play with a certain crowd, of course, and, and my crowd's not necessarily the people rushing to level 100 and you know being the world first boss killers or anything. I don't I don't know anyone who is like, wow, the combat's great. This is awesome. Everybody is like, oh, a mob got in my way, so I had to kill it. But I was really going to do this, and my fishing skill is this and there there's one place that you can rent a musket from an npc and just shoot birds like for food like you can just go hunting (laughs) that's cool gotta say my initial reaction was revulsion when i heard the typical crowd of just assholes the people i hate playing online with i beat the game i reached max level when's the next expansion like i I hate people, and I hate that the whole market has catered to them. We have to rush out the next expansion so that they can have meaning to their life, so they get the next, they hit the level ceiling before before everybody else. Or you know, you know that type, Ryan. They're they're like disgusting. But as you describe the game beyond the leveling, that's kind of cool. To editorialize for a second, uh, I, I didn't play on the third, so I don't know how like first day of launch was or anything like that. But I, I played within the first week. I mean, I think it's still within the first week, actually. So pretty early adapter at once the smoothest technical launch I've seen in an MMO and like the worst social experience I have ever in my life. (laughs) It is not free to play. It is not um, a a subscription. There is no 30 days free. It is... Buy the game, play like like Guild Wars. They call it buy to play now. Mm, okay, and there there's a cash money shop where you can buy you know like armor for your horses and things like that. But for the most part, there is no like pay to win. You know you you don't necessarily get all the best stuff just from the shop for free. So people have had to plunk down money to play this game, but. In order to, to advertise it, what they've done is everybody, like I bought the cheap tier, the $30 tier with like basically the game and none of the frills. Like I didn't get the cool horse armor or the like the free squirrel pet or anything like that. So <laughs> I got one guest account. So I can just give someone an account to play um, for seven days, I think. Mm. 
the the next tier is 50 bucks and it comes with like the horse armor and it comes with a squirrel and you get two uh guest accounts and i think there's like a like a 600 like founder account with like 10 guest accounts there's, you you can go crazy high end but i didn't i didn't really look at all that kind of stuff and the problem with that at launch is there's a shitload of free accounts who know they're not going to play this after the 7 days and exist in that game to dick up your experience. Oh, really? Jackasses. I I am amazed at the level of just I mean, I guess it's oh, LOL, I'm just trolling, bro. But I I mean, it it it, it antisocial is not even the word for it. It it is just like anti-humane. I don't understand why you how you can get your rocks off like just just fucking with total strangers for no reason what are they doing like what kind of behavior well the oh god especially right now they will not shut the fuck up about trump oh Oh, god no come on really like pro against both no, no, amazingly crazy pro. Everybody is just like, oh my God, it's going to be great. Trump is the best. Trump's going to save the world. Blah, make America great again. Blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, they're God. trolling, it, it though, is, right? Right. They're trolling because, like, like I said, right now it's kind of free for them, but it's not even like <sighs> it's free for them to try out and see if they like. They know they're not coming back. So they're just going to watch the world burn. <laughs> wow. That's that's terrible. Like, never mind the particular discussion about the presidential campaign. You remember how pissed we used to get when people would like shout out Red Wing scores when we were trying to play EverQuest and shit, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I. Oh God, I get it. I'm old. I played EverQuest a, again, like really early adapter, and people were helpful. People were kind. People were like nice. Absolutely, there were people out for themselves. But I don't remember anyone being like, like an asshole just to be an asshole. And I, I don't know. Is it is it young kids with nothing else to do? I mean, is is this you know like what, what do they call it the, the 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 summertime when when people have nothing better to do? So. You know, they're out of school, they're out of college, like, all they do is just fuck with people? I mean, is this spring break and people are just, eh, I'm gonna go piss somebody off today? Or is it just, I mean, I, I don't have any kids or know people with kids or anything like that. It's just, just, is that what young people are these days? Like, instead of playing a video game, a fucking gigantic, interesting, intricate video game. Like, there's levels, and you you, you, you know, I'm level 16, I'm level 17, I'm level 18, I fought goblins, I'm better at fighting goblins. There, you can raise your strength by carrying heavy loads. You, you can improve your stamina by running more. You don't get that by just beating up a goblin and becoming higher level. There are so many things to do in this game. And... I think back to EverQuest. 
and, and maybe this is like a little sexist of me, but it, it was true in my experience. There were so many like housewives who were like, well, I'm going to play this class because I won't die if I go AFK for five minutes to put the laundry in. And, and they loved the trade skills. But the problem with EverQuest was you had to go out and kill big bad monsters to have the stuff for trade skills. Well, in this game, you can just hire people. Like you just hire NPCs. Hey, I need ore. Go mine me ore and come back. Like bring it right here. And all you do is just sit there in town, never leaving town. And you can be like the best jeweler in the world or like an amazing blacksmith without ever killing a mob. That's kind of awesome. That's the virtual kind of life thing I've been kind of, I don't know, I'm curious about, I, I guess I should say. Or you can, you know, troll and piss people off. <laughs> I, 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 I cannot relate to that. Like, there are so many fascinating things to do. Who cares about the Red Wings? It sounds like they're delivering, I mean, yes, who cares about the damn Red Wings, but it sounds like they're delivering on kind of what Star Wars Galaxies was trying to do. Like, they wanted you to live in the Star Wars universe, not just, like, go out and, like, kill Ewoks, right? Right, right. right. Uh, or talk about Red Wing scores. God. So, these, like, Trump trollers should be gone within a week? I, I think a lot of that's going to go away as soon as they actually have to buy in. Because it's not, I mean, it. I was thinking earlier, like, $30 for a, a video game is pretty cheap these days. I mean, generally, a brand new game is 60 bucks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a good price. But I, I just think almost any paywall is going to keep a lot of people out. The quality might be, in the end, after this settles, might be good as people who ponied up money are all that's left. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of, I, I mean, I have no reason to believe that. Like, I could be totally wrong, but here's, I, I think I'm right. Here's hoping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's. I mean, if you're sitting around home and eating ramen, and you know you don't have a job or don't have anything, if you have all this free time to troll people, I don't know if you're actually going to spend thirty bucks to troll people. If it's free, I mean, it's like a crime of opportunity. You're right. You're right. And you know, I, I don't mind spending money on a game, so I don't think of it as a barrier to entry. But then I think of all the legions of people who will not or cannot spend a dime, and they expect it to be free. Yeah, kind of a. The, the barrier is a nice thing to have, isn't it? Yeah, it can be. But it's not a monthly thing, right? You said, I think you said in the beginning, Brian, you just, it's pay to play, but you buy and that's it. You don't yep. have to spend another. I mean, you can pay to upgrade if you want, but you don't have to. It's not like a wow. It's not like a wow. No subscription. And so far, they've done a really good job. There's tons of stuff. Like, if you wanted to, you could drop like probably $1,000 tonight and your character would look pretty. You wouldn't necessarily have anything in game that you couldn't get with effort. So e even the the outfits that they have, well, right now the game's only a week old, so not a lot of people have that. But tailors can make cool outfits. Like you can get cool outfits from Quest. So it's not something that you couldn't do just playing the game, which I like a lot. Like yeah, that's good. I hate when you're like you just can't get any further without having to make an in-game purchase or something like that. that. That's ridiculous. It's certainly convenient, but it's not necessary. It's not even really encouraged. I would say they also have, which is walking a fine line here. They have a loyalty system where every day that you log on, they give you 
uh, I think it's a hundred points or something like that. And usually at a thousand points, you get like a, an extra item, um, in, in, in your backpack, your, your backpack can hold stuff, uh, hold more stuff, or you can carry more stuff or, you know, you get like five extra hit points or whatever. So it does reward the loyalty outside of rewarding currency. Cool. Yeah. That was actually going to be my next question. Do you, so you've played it for what a week now? No, nah, like two or three days. Okay. So two or three days. Do you see yourself playing it six months from now, two months from now, three months from now? Do you like, what, what do you think your, your staying power on the game is going to be? I'll, I'll get serious for a moment because I I've always been pretty honest with myself about like having a problem. I, I I'm jittery. Like I, I right now it is <laughs> difficult for me to not be playing in the background, but that would kill me. Power. It, it, it's Wednesday. Every Wednesday I go get new comic books, man. Like today at like three o'clock, I was like, fuck, I gotta go get new comic books. <laughs> like, First off, it, there's a stereotype. It's it's Korean, so it's grindy as fuck. There's like 10 million things you have to do 10 million times before, you know, you're done with it or anything like that. Which I, I mean I, I mean seriously, stereotypes aside, people drop dead in gaming cafes in Korea. Yeah. It yeah. it's it's not a stereotype. It is true. They're very very serious about their video games. That kind of game can be like like serious trouble, I guess. Like it it is it is a huge <laughs> carrot in front of your face, just like a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll probably play this for a lot. And one of the things that I've I've experienced in the past is if a combat MMO gets boring you you stop playing for a little while. Oh, I'm tired of killing things. I'm going to go do something else. And you you log log off and you go, you know, play play games at the adventure game store with friends or something like that. The problem here is if if combat gets boring, there's like 10 other areas that you can oh, wow, the city that I had invested in is doing well. Let's go see it and you can just play Civ instead of a first-person shooter. Ah, oh. So I'm not liking, I'm liking, but not liking the way this is sounding. Tell me, it looks gorgeous. The, the shots I've seen, the game looks absolutely gorgeous. Please tell me the system requirements are very, very high indeed. Pretty high. Um, chances are a lot of the, like the really gorgeous stuff you're seeing is on like ultimate mode. Uh, my computer is like an i5 processor, which is, you know, a little bit older. And... Um, well, I mean, I, I actually have I have a ton of RAM, but I don't have like a, a you know cutting edge video card, like a two hundred dollar video card, you know, not like a thousand dollar video card like some people have. Uh, I run it just fine, like just fine. I didn't have to lower anything, but it's not on ultra, and I very rarely lag unless there's you know like ten thousand people in in town or anything like that. Um, I w- I would say any computer. In the last two years, would run it just mm. just out of the box. Beyond that, you might need to futz a little. I just don't have the hardware for it. <laughs> I'm happy to report because that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I, I, you know, I, I sort of want to get back a little bit, Brian, to what you were talking about, about being jittery and stuff. Um, and no indictment on you, and I'm, I'm not coming down either way. Um, it sort of begs the larger question. Um, just when you were, and it, this just came to me when you were talking about how there's like, you know, you can do woodworking or you can do, you know, be a tailor, or you can do this or that. I know like recently you've, you've been doing your leather working and like, you know, you've always been into the painting and stuff like that. So do you see this seriously impinging on that, you know, your pursuit of those things in real life while you're doing them in game? I just think it's like interesting to see like, you know, that you're in game being, uh, you know, making ships and making outfits and leather and this and that when that's something you could just turn around in your, in your garage and do in real life. You know what I mean? I, I really have had a problem in the past. Like EverQuest and Warcraft, I have no problem saying I was an addict. Um, <laughs> EverQuest especially. I was like 20 years old and I had a, a really good – well, I mean for a 20-year-old, a really good job. And I I would go to work. I would come home. I would play games. I would sleep. I would go to work. I would play games. I, I mean – there is something and and i don't think it's malicious i don't think like i have no idea who made this game i i, I don't think uh whatever bdo's ceo set out to destroy lives but i think he set out to be effective and being effective is rewarding people for logging in every day and for having daily quests that you can no oh, i'm just going to sit down and play for an hour and for things happening in game during that hour to be really interesting and for the game to be fun and enjoyable and for that hour to feel like five minutes. And it's just a consequence of social engineering and how, how studied we are that I, it, it's, it's very easy for, for someone like me to get lost in it. And um, it, it's certainly, certainly not a science behind, you know, getting people hooked on these games for sure. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm wondering just, you know, as as a lawyer in 50 years, 100 years, maybe, you know, maybe 20 years, are we going to see something akin to the Philip Morris lawsuits where like you knew you specifically knew that this this product that you're putting out to people was going to be detrimental to their life. Not only did you know that, but you specifically engineered it to be that way. You engineered to be addictive. You engineered it to, you know, people not be able to live without it. And then because they couldn't live without it, the deleterious effects of, of them not being able to live without and having to do it every day caused these health effects on them. You're seeing that recently with like fast food and stuff, you know, I'm wondering if we'll ever get to that point with massively multiplayer. <laughs> I'm just making fun of the conversation we had before, but MMORPGs. One thing that I have not seen in this game that I've seen in a lot of other games is um, I think it was, I think it was Final Fantasy 14 did an excellent job. Like the little tips that would pop up. Like, don't forget how fun it is to play outside with your friends. Yeah. You know, yes. now loading, get up and move around for a few minutes so your legs don't atrophy, you know? Like, it was very, like, they reminded you, hey, get off for a little while. Um, I don't know if that's because this game, this game is not, 
I, I feel a huge release. Like, I don't think it had like just the empty, I'm sorry, uh, the bottomless pockets that some other games have had behind it. It's a little bit rougher. There's a couple of things that like should have been really obvious that they didn't think to do. Um, I don't think this game is paying as much attention to it, but I, I've noticed other games like kind of preempting that. We, we can't be responsible. It popped up on screen to go outside and play. <sighs> it was it was Final Fantasy, wasn't it, Tom? That said that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it would even encourage like you the to loading go screens. Yeah, with your no, friends. G- games. Yeah, games have been doing that for for a long time. I remember like a, one of the earliest like GT. GT uh, Grand Theft Auto iterations. I remember seeing that like it was like, oh, you've been playing for X amount of hours. Maybe you should get up and go do something, you know, or whatever. Um, I'm sure that was some lawyer saying, oh, well, you guys got to put this in there because someone's going to sue us if not, or maybe they got sued and they that's why they put it in there. This game does actually have mm, kind of a uh, offline reward system. So there's energy. Let's just say you want to go out and cut down trees or whatever. Well, you're your character can only cut down so many trees. Like it, it uses a resource. And when that resource is empty, you can't do it anymore. Um, and it recovers offline. Uh, so you have to stop to replenish your whatever, like sleep basically. Kind of because it's a different resource than like fighting. So you can chop trees for six hours and then fight for six hours and then go to town and micromanage all your workers for six hours. <laughs> And then by the time you're done with all of that, you can chop more trees. Yeah, because that that basically would solve the problem. If they really wanted to solve the problem, if I'm the lawyer bringing the lawsuit against one of these companies, my my only argument is, listen, all you had to do was put, you know, yeah, you can put all those disclaimers you want, like for someone to stop, you know, telling them to go outside and play. But that's bullshit. All you have to do is say that, okay, your character can only be awake for X amount of hours to do X yeah. amount of things. And then you have to go online. It has to go to sleep. And that means you can't play for X amount of time or whatever that, you know, if you would have put built that into your game, this guy wouldn't have died of deep vein thrombosis or whatever, because he played for 72 hours straight and drank, you know, a thousand Red Bulls. But I guess that doesn't stop you from like playing another game for 12 hours. Until you're- An alt. Yeah. Well, that's kind of my, the point I want to make here. How many hours a day is considered destructive? I'd say I'd say at least at least anything over three hours is probably impinging on the rest of your life. Anything more than three hours a day playing this game? Okay. Probably. I guarantee you every one of my coworkers watches at least three hours of television after work every day. True. Every day. I will say this though, look at all not so much anymore, but once upon a time, it was called the the, the boob tube, the yeah. idiot box. Like once upon a time, that was shameful. I guess that's my point, Cam. And I'm not, I think these games can tap into that addictive uh, quality some people have in their mind. So I'm not trying to dismiss what you're saying as, you know, where they're potentially harmful. I'm just asking what the yardstick is for measuring harm. Is it time played? Is it other things foregone in favor of playing the game? Do you see this same problem with television, with reading, with comics, with other mm. forms of entertainment, or mm. are MMORPGs a particular culprit? You know, are they particularly? Uh... Yeah, yeah. I think the difference is, and and I I'll call, cop to having I watch more than three hours of TV a day. I'm sure, um, but the I think the difference is 
is that, I mean, there are studies that show that these games and these game makers specifically tap into the reward centers, Mm. much like nicotine, you know, but that's, I mean, that's more of a physical chemical thing that they're introducing into your body to get you addicted. Um, This is a little different in in that they're not giving you a, a, a chemical, but they are tapping into that reward system, which releases endorphins in your brain to train you almost like a dog, like Pavlov's dog or whatever. You know what I mean? So I think that's the difference. I mean, TV is passive. You're sort of sitting there and you're watching stuff, but it's not like rewarding you in any way, except providing you entertainment. This is actually getting you motivating you and, and, and releasing things in your brain to say like, well, like exactly what Brian said, just a little bit more, just a little bit more. <laughs> I got to get to that next level. Got to get to, you know, and that is a triggered response by the way that they've purposely crafted the game. There's a book I'm reading authored by a, a scientist who I would really like to get on the show at some point um, where he discusses that very thing. And it's called operant conditioning and it's demonstrated in the lab on animals. You encourage a behavior in an animal and you give it a food pellet. And you, if you then randomize distribution of the food pellets such that it's not predictable, like, like if it's every seventh one, the animal won't bother, you know, like you, the animal will learn a pattern, but if you can trick it into, if you can teach it early on to associate behavior with reward, then you can get it to wait a really long time and continue to perform the same behavior for the reward. That's very much what the leveling cycle is in these games, right? For sure. At first, you you know, you know get your pellet, you get your belly, you get your pellet, but as you level up, suddenly you're not getting a pellet but once every you know 80 kills. But you're so, as you said, you're so hooked in, you want that reward. You just... The, the behavior itself is seen as something that will yield a reward, even if it doesn't, even if you don't get the rare drop or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's no, it's no coincidence that the leveling is on a scale of magnitude, you know, higher, like it, it's exponentially yeah. higher. Like your first level, it's just like, Oh yeah, man. First one's free. First joint. Here you go. You know? And then like, you're all, oh, you're hooked on the reefer. Like it, it's the same thing. It's like that first level is easy. Then the next level, it's a little bit tougher. It takes a little bit longer. Third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. By the time you're trying to get to level 50, it's taking a lot more, you know, <laughs> it, it's on an order of magnitude from what it took you to get from level one to level two. And that's because why they want you to be playing the game longer and they want to keep well in in the in the you know in, in a subscription service game obviously they want that money every month you know and in, in these kind of games uh, i would guess it's to uh encourage other people to play and get to, you know and buy the game and to you know stimulate in-game purchases but they don't have a pay f- they don't have a in-game purchases aren't a big part of their model brian um, well, no, no, I, I was kind of defending like the, oh, it's play to win or pay to win. The in game purchases are a huge part of their model. Okay. And I, no one, you know, you, you don't need the pretty horse, but there's a shitload of pretty horses running around. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, is there, is, is there, um, ads? Are there ads at all? Not that I have seen, no. Uh, I don't know, man. Cam, you're probably better equipped to to see that potential lawsuit in the future. But um, yeah, and I, I may have done a 
in uh, in adroit job of uh, describing operant conditioning. But yeah, these mechanisms are in place to get you to play more. And I guess I guess you could make the argument that casinos do the same thing, right? Right? You, you, they they get you to just keep doing that repetition. I mean, what could be more repetitious than pulling that lever over, 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 oh, over, absolutely. over? Absolutely, yeah. Those games too. Uh, not only that, but they'll tell. I mean, th- th- it's even more overt with casinos. They'll be like, "Hey, why don't you stay in our suite?" You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean, yeah. here, here's yeah. a you know, f- you want a free buffet? You want tickets to the show? You want the whatever? Anything to keep you hanging around and keep you you know continue to do what you're doing? Well, why aren't they sued then? I mean, I know they they make these overtures like. Oh, we've, you know, we have a, where we contribute to a gambling hotline. If you have a problem, I mean, yeah. are, are we going to see an MMORPG like hotline? Like it's going to pop up, like have a problem admit. <laughs> and then you just call and, yeah, you know, well, I mean, shit, just the base, uh, base level. I mean, here, here's a free drink while you're sitting here at the table just to make you a little stupider yeah. while you're playing our game and make bad decisions. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, but uh, so, but the, I guess what I'm saying is they've accepted that they're, They've got some problem children users who are addicted and they don't want to get in trouble. So they, I think they all pay into these addiction. They do. They do. Uh, and, you know, in, interesting. I've had some, like, uh, I, I've had some experience with uh, people, especially here in Florida, because, you know, in Florida, for those who don't know, we have a pretty large gambling uh, network, I guess. There's a lot of casinos that, because we have a yep. lot of uh, Native American lands and they're allowed to put up these casinos. So they partnered with like the hard rock and all these other big companies and put up huge casinos. Um, in Florida, these casinos actually like you, you can go to the casino and say, listen, I've got a problem. I want you to put me on your blacklist and they oh. will put you on the blacklist and they will not allow you to play in their casino any longer. Wow. Um, now it's logistically a little tough because it's not like they have like facial recognition software. Right, and the right. minute you walk in there, they're gonna be like, "Ah, oh, get out of here!" You know, like they have to like catch you or whatever. But you can go to every single casino and tell them, "I don't want to play." But that's the thing—you have to go to every single casino and tell them because you could just go to all except for one and just go, you know, <laughs> or just in case I get that itch, <laughs> I want to be able to go here. But um, you know, they they do do uh, they do a lot, and like you said, they do pay into a certain amount of fund, I think that like funds these programs for gamblers and gamblers anonymous and those billboards and stuff you see on, on the highway or whatever, but that's a pittance to them in terms of what they pay. And it's, it's just lip service, you know, it's just, it's just superficial. Well, they don't care. I guess I was trying to answer your question about, could we see a, you know, legal action taken? Yeah. They're going to have like a thing, like you want us to put your IP on the blacklist. You want us to like, make sure you can't play anymore. You want us to log (laughs) you out. They'll make, they'll make the same, you know, noises and and the same gestures. But at the end of the day, the very nature of the game is going to hook some people. And yeah, that's the sad reality. Unfortunately. I mean, look, that's, uh, they're in the business to make money and you know, the, the more captive your audience, the more money you're going to make. So, you know, and, 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 you know, listen, I'm a corporate attorney. I mean, I, I typically am defending the big bad guy, you know, like <laughs> we're my, I'm just playing devil's advocate. And where do you draw the line in enticing people to something and just straight up fucking, you know, <laughs> causing them to do it without any, you know, really any say on their part, you know, where, where is that line drawn? Because I, I look, to me, I'm a big proponent of personal responsibility, even even to the point of, you know, I, the, maybe the you can get me on the uh, the the cigarette lawsuits, 
Because, I mean, if you've seen some of those memos, they straight up just said, look, we're going to fucking hook these people. Yeah. They're, oh, yeah. they're never going to be able to stop. So, okay. There, I, I guess I sort of get that. Like, that's fine. But like these fast food lawsuits, all these other lawsuits, listen, no one's fucking forcing you to nope. put that Big Mac in your fucking face. Nope. And this is coming from a former fat kid that used to fucking eat Big Macs by the truckload. You know, like no one's, no one forced me to do that. And, and look, even if I was like kind of a pussy and I wanted to bring a lawsuit like that, like I can, I don't know if you guys remember this cause I know you guys grew up in Florida too, but they, my uh, elementary school used to have this program where if you read a book, they'd give you a little voucher and you could go to pizza Hut and get a, <laughs> and get a free pizza, like a free yep. personal pan pizza. And you didn't even have to like prove it. You just go, Hey, I read this book. Okay. Here's your voucher. So that clearly was meant to hook kids early in life on pizza hut. And, you know, I can be like, Oh, well that caused me to be, you know, overweight when I was older or whatever and love pizza and you know, whatever. But look, personal responsibility. No one fucking forced me to stick my fucking, all that food in my face, you know? Yeah, Cam, you're right. I mean, okay, with kid uh, with kids, it's an easier sell to me that you're manipulating them because they are not fully formed up here. And if it's a if it's a substance that's physically addictive, it creates it, it wires into your brain and physically addicts you, then I think you have a little more responsibility. But and I speak as a guy who's still struggling with his weight and not struggling hard enough, I might add. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you're a fat fuck that wants to eat McDonald's, I mean. Stop. Stop eating the McDonald's if it's killing you. If you've got a problem, you have to stop. You're not addicted. You are not physically addicted to that shit. I know because I've gone long stretches without eating that shit. It's your decision. That is your decision at the end of the day. And so the same with these MMORPG companies and the same with companies in general. I don't think corporations are inherently evil, as people seem to imply, but they're trying to sell a product and their single goal they're here to sell you that product and you don't have to buy it. Nobody's making you buy it, but they're going to try to convince you to buy it. And you have to make the choice for yourself. You can't yeah. blame fucking Taco Bell for putting out the case of Lupa. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I don't even eat cheese. That shit looks delicious. <laughs> well, I'll disagree with you on one minor point, Tom. I do think they are selling an addictive product. I mean, sugar is addictive. You know what I mean? Like try, try to stop, you know, eat, stop trying to eat sugar. And see if you don't fucking have a headache and you're okay. sluggish. You know what I'm saying? Like your body is definitely going through withdrawals because you haven't had sugar for X amount of days or whatever. You're right. You're right. But um, it's not – is it as addictive as heroin or cigarettes? Probably not. But, you know – You don't need rehab for Mountain right. Dew. The, the, the main the, – your, your main point is, which I agree with, is, yeah, okay, understand that, hey, this shit is not good for me to put in my body and I need to do something about it, you know? Brian, remember, remember my uh... – remember the, when they had the liter bottle of Mountain Dew with the big lid on it so you could chug it faster? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would put down two or three of those a day, like, no problem. I wasn't addicted. I just was into the sugar a lot. Code red. Took, yeah, I was a Mountain Dew fiend. I also remember, the, like, the crippling headaches you used to get when you were giving up soda. It's true. It's it's true because the caffeine and the sugar, I, I, I had developed a mild addiction, as you can develop to coffee. But, you know, a couple weeks of just, all right, no more Mountain Dew and weaning myself off of it, and I was off of it. It's not like I had the shakes and I was dying. But, okay, <laughs> l- let's just say that Mountain Dew is somewhere a little over on the scale closer to crack, but it's ma- orders of magnitude with crack way, way, way over here. And 
MMORPGs maybe somewhere in the middle. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly not crack and it's certainly not heroin, but it is, I, I fully believe, addictive. And I think that there are some people who, like, can't shake the addiction, you know, and they need to go to 12-step programs or they need they do need to go to, you know, treatment or whatever. Maybe not rehab, but, you know, like, so, so, you know, some sort of treatment or whatever. But, like, you know, it's is it on an epidemic to scale of, you know, uh, crack or, or heroin? Maybe not overtly because obviously you know you you get on heroin and you're gonna fucking go downhill pretty quickly you know but just look at the obesity problem in the country look at the tax it puts on our healthcare system the tax it puts on our bodies that i mean you know it it is you know and and same with video games and i think the two are interrelated because it's like so you're sitting there (laughs) and you're playing these games what are you doing? You're chugging Mountain Dew and you're eating Cheetos. Yes, and you you're are ordering yes. fucking Pizza Hut. You know what I mean? Like, and the marketing is like the marketing is like this. Like they're yeah. encouraging this lifestyle of being a, a sedentary a, like consumer. Consumer, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to tie it in uh, our last week's episode, anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, look, whatever you know, social mores aside, I mean, look. Uh, it, you know, to me, it all comes down to personal responsibility. You want to play for five hours, play for fucking five hours. Don't, don't sue me because you wanted to sit there and play all day. Hmm. You know, I, I think people define evil as, as like, oh, they're trying to like destroy the world or, or they're not necessarily trying to destroy anything, but they're doing their best to take advantage of you. Yeah. And you wouldn't appreciate that one on one. No, I, mean, right. I suppose you're right. I, you're talking about like fast food and, and, and junk food makers and stuff, Ryan? Uh, any of this stuff. MMOs too. I mean, any, any corporation is out to separate y- you from as much as uh, as your shit as they possibly can. Yeah. It's the, it's like the stripper. You know what I mean? Like you, you're an idiot if you go to a strip club and you think that like that chick likes you. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And you're even stupider if you believe when she tells you it's her first night. Um, so like, you know, her only job is to separate you from your money. So she said, she said if, I was different. Yeah, exactly. She's not evil, but she's taking advantage of exactly. you. She's, she's going to get away with whatever it, she can. Exactly. Is that is that wrong of her to use her assets? No pun intended. <laughs> oh, um, you're just a to, dope. To, yeah, to get your money? No. She's using what she got, and you need to use what you got. Fucking use your brain. Don't give the fucking money up, you know, or don't even go in the first place. But, you know, I, I can't fault someone for trying to make a buck. Uh, I guess I'm just throwing out there, where is the line? where making a buck transitions to maliciously fucking getting somebody hooked on something that's going to fucking fuck their life up. You know, that they can't I, I think stop. people should take it more personally. I think people should be mad at Mountain Dew. Yeah, I, I agree. A hundred percent. I mean, not even mad. I mean, not mad to the point where you're going to go sue them, but like mad that no, like, offended. Hey, yeah. Like, listen, fucking, I'm not going to use your product anymore. You know, I'm not going to, I mean, maybe not Mountain Dew. I love Mountain Dew. So. <laughs> Whoa, wait. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> no, but uh, but yeah, I mean, look, it's uh, – it, 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 again, it comes back to personal personal choice. Sure. Do you, do you want it or do you not? You know, And don't fucking blame someone else because you spent years on the couch fucking your shit up, you know, fucking your life up. <laughs> so, Brian – the uh, potential for addiction aside, get this game. Don't get this game. Like, do you give it a recommend or not? Cool. I, I love it. I, I really like it. 
Um, I guess it depends on what you want out of it. If you're like really into League of Legends and want to have the best character and like kick the shit out of other guys, I don't, I'm not sure it's for you. Uh, if you want to get 40 of your friends together and raid the boss and kill him before anyone else, definitely not for you. But uh, I don't know. If you're kind of in control of your addictions and can spend, you know, like a reasonable five or six hours a night. No, no one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just let that one go. <laughs> if you can manage your fun, like I, what I've, what I have always liked about MMOs is this $30 will be your game budget for the year. That's, yeah. yeah that's there's a that's lot of value. Good. No question. Probably your entertainment budget for the year. I mean, my GPA was less than it could have been. And I missed like pretty much the entire PlayStation two run because of MMORPGs, EverQuest. (laughs) And, uh, you know, uh, maybe really wow after it. So I don't know. I I've sacrificed enough at the altar of these MMORPGs. And I will say this. I'm like, uh, I'm immune at this point. I don't really, I play them and I play them with some regularity when I do play them, but I don't, I don't get drawn in anymore. Like I used to, um, I kick that somehow. So basically Brian, if you're into halo or wow, or heroes of the storm or what, you know, any like that, probably not the game for you, but if you like the Sims and you like sort of asymmetrical RPG, MMO RPGs, you'll like this. I, I think this is probably going to be like an older crowd. I, I think m- my perception, at least, of of the younger generation is very um, what's latest. And I understand that, too, because you don't want to be the only guy on the server. And for some games, once the servers are, are depopulated, they, they just yank them and you can't possibly be. Um, there was a Xbox 360 game, Chrome Hounds. Coolest game on the system. Yes. But eventually, there was like ten people playing, and they were like, "Fuck you guys! This isn't profitable. We're, you know, game's over." Otherwise, I'd still be playing that game. Yeah, see, that, um, would, ha- that would hack me off if I paid my thirty bucks. You know, I can't fucking play this game. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you can play online or, or uh, single player. <laughs> Great, thanks. It, it kind of sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. You know, like people need to migrate from new game to new game to new game. Um, it's not necessarily like a bad thing or I'm not calling them, you know, short attention span or anything like that. But if, if you are a social gamer, you want to be playing what everybody's playing. Probably not going to be that game. Probably after this, like, you know, seven day period, maybe 14 day if people are coming in late or whatever probably going to drop off really heavily but I, I, it's a really deep game that you can you can do I, I said it earlier i'm really blown away with like what all you can do and the fact that there are safe roads that you can walk from town to town without fighting a mob without fighting a single creature and and be in this world and do quests for people and and cook and play the auction house game and make money and I, I'm I'm amazed. I, I've never seen anything like that before. Badass man. That's pretty cool. Well speaking of uh 
Warcraft and and the RPGs. Uh, did you see that Blizzard is going to be offering, or they may they're contemplating offering free bundles and and like in game content to people who buy the Warcraft like tickets to the Warcraft movie? No, <laughs> yeah. really. Yeah, so they're like, all right, go see this movie, and and with your ticket, you can, you know, I guess you could probably use your ticket to redeem something in game and get like a bundle for for seeing the movie. Which is, I mean, which is fucking genius, you know? What I mean, because what does it cost them? You know, the cost of just creating whatever the little you know items are that you're going to get, but you know that that will fucking drive ticket sales like crazy. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, if they offer a pet or a mount or something like that, like people will go and and buy that, buy the ticket, and not see the movie. Yeah, especially if it's like exclusive only to ticket sales. You have to buy the ticket, or you cannot get this item or or whatever pet. Amazing idea! Genius! Genius. Uh, Yeah, can't believe people are still playing. Wow, I just I can't relate, man. Well, it's so funny. Like uh, we had reported last year uh, in the news a couple times about how their subscriber base was shrinking, like yeah. pff, like a million a month or something. In at the end of Q4, uh, they basically said, "Listen, we're we're not gonna we're not gonna announce we're not gonna publish our subscriber data anymore." Blizzard did. <laughs> so they're just like, "Fuck it, we're not gonna let you guys know how many subscribers yeah. we have anymore." Well, they, we're getting killed. Yeah, they and they they probably figure that it. it leads to rats abandoning the ship right as right. they take the game yeah yeah right. yeah god the scale of that game like it, it it is one thing to say they lost half their user base last year and that sounds terrible but they are still god probably three times the user base of second place yeah, I was gonna say, they, still have, they still have like the, six million people playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the last number they reported was seven million, right? Yeah. Seven million paying subscribers a yeah. month. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, well, so speaking of bad movies, did you guys see the Ghostbusters trailer? Oh, <laughs> not not really forecasting my views on that, am I? <laughs> We're kind of obligated to like that, right? Because of the groundbreaking cast and everything. Empowering women. Oh, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you to remember last week's episode when I talked about social engineering and that movie looks like shit and you should not like it just because you were told to like it. Right. right. That that's that's really scares me. Yeah. Like just because you make it an all female cast, which I applaud, that's great. But that doesn't mean I have to like the movie. Just because, oh, you, it's such a groundbreaking all-female cast. So what? If it's a shitty movie, it's a shitty movie. I feel like you're doing women a disservice if you just like the movie just because there's women in it. The, the characters I mean? look real thin. They look stereotypical. Yeah. The jokes did not even make me, like, snort. Like, they were just <laughs> so boring. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. At one point, I think Melissa McCarthy even said, uh, that's going to leave a mark. Like, yeah. That, that, like, come on. Like, it, you remember those magnetic poetry tins that were real popular in the 90s? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It were like magnetic movie making. It is not acceptable. Yeah. I, and it's I'm, not groundbreaking just because there's women involved. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I feel like at best it's bridesmaids with a <laughs> Ghostbuster skin. Like that. Oh, no, Cam. You've just, you've just angered. Uh... <laughs> I've angered our our three female listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I'm skeptical about it. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm ex- the the trailer wasn't strong. I, I I'm kind of hopeful that 
I'm not going to go see it on opening day. I'm going to wait and see how it is. Uh, but I just, I, that's quite a franchise to live up to. And for them to not deliver that, that's, that's very disappointing. Um, I, I'm, I'm really hoping the trailer is just not doing it justice and they're bucking the trend of most trailers and not showing you all the really awesome content. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I'll wait and I'll wait <sighs> and see. I just think it's, it's a shame that people feel obligated to like it because if you don't like it, it implies that you're, you know, you're anti-woman or something like that. I mean, it's, it would, it would almost be like if there was like a mediocre female presidential candidate and you just, you were like, you know, you felt <laughs> obligated to back her if she'd be the first female president. I mean, you know, yeah. that would, that would be dumb, right? Yeah. What world would that be in? Um, what, what sucks is I love the Ghostbusters franchise. Obviously I, I, I really do like all of the people that they cast, all of the women that they cast for that movie. I, so I want to love this movie, but it's like, after that trailer, I was like, Jesus, is that what it's going to be like? Come on, man. Like, give me something more than that's going to leave a mark. And like, and, and the offensive black woman, that's like, you know, turning into like, uh, you know, Sunday preacher or whatever, like fucking I mean, Shirley from rerun. Yeah. What the fuck, man? Oh, from what's happening. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah what's happening? What did I say? I said, what was that? So that blows my mind. Now, Say what you want. If you're gonna if you're gonna recast all male characters as all female characters, you're making a statement that you know we're we're pivoting and we're we're empowering women. So you're catering to an audience who's they want to see empowered women. Then you introduce the the black character. Uh, so you, everybody else is a scientist and a, and she's just. But I, and I I guess she's the stand-in for Winston, who was just a just a regular dude like you know kind of tried to relate to these three these weirdo ghostbuster guys right I, but, I, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. He, yeah. winston was the everyman brought in yeah to this egghead patrol and like okay <laughs> and just like look if it's a job i'll do it but ernie 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 banks by the way who we interviewed uh you can find that interview on uh youtube uh, banks or <laughs> hudson i thought oh, i'm sorry ernie hudson ernie, ernie hudson something okay. in the basket with the, the baseball player okay um <laughs> Yeah, uh, he was awesome in that. Ernie Hudson was fantastic in the role. And uh, I'm not good with modern actors and actresses. I assume that this actress is accomplished and and well-loved, which is why she got the role. Uh, But yeah, to have her just, I I don't know how to describe it, behave in a stereotypical way seems a little unenlightened. Yeah, it was not. It was it was offensive to me as a minority. I mean, I, I'm not even black, but I mean, you know, if if someone, I, I'd be interested to hear, to know, like, get a black person's perspective on, on that. And then like the worst, even worse than like the whole like, oh, you know, like, uh, get out the of the devil. devil or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Even worse than that is that she, they charge her, I guess, with getting a car, and she gets a hearse. Which okay, that's she fine. She's a caddy, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, yeah, and she like goes. She like she's like what? It's a Cadillac. Like all black people think Cadillacs are the best. Like what? What kind does of stereotype hy- is that? Does it have hydraulics too? I mean, is that still a stereotype? Look, I I feel like I'm judging the movie a little too harshly based on the trailer. I just. I really want it to That's be good. That's the definition of a trailer, though. Well, okay, even putting aside the characters, those the CG ghosts just look like generic CG ghosts. Like, it doesn't yeah. look like... <sighs> I don't know. I, yeah, it didn't look much better than the original movie when they had yeah. the ghost in the... The ghost that was in the, the library, library or whatever. Yeah. yeah. 
around Toy Fair, actually, there was there was like people like sneaking images and all this kind of stuff. And and it was a toy. So who knows what toy it is or anything like that. But did you see guys see like the ghost from the logo is in the movie? It's on like the isn't it on like the subway or something like that? Like it's on the wall of the subway. Yeah. Like the ghost itself is a character. Yeah. Their logo, their mascot. Yeah. It looks just like that. Uh, really like how, how creative is that how how am i supposed to have any faith in your creative endeavor if you're just like oh just take some clip art from the original and uh by the way is this know, a make se- it 3d is this a, is this a sequel or a reboot because they acknowledge the previous trail the, the previous two movies in the trailer i think so, it's a sequel i think okay. like they're taking up the mantle from i think this okay. is like later in time i don't know that's what i got from the i only watched the 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 trailer once but that's the impression i got from it was that like they're like taking over from the, but maybe i'm maybe i'm wrong i don't i don't know how how accurate this is because i i know they had like crazy plans for like a, a ghostbusters universe once upon a time but the I think the original plan was they were supposed to be like basically franchises. Ah. And you mm. know, they would like have to get like whatever equipment from the guys and use it in like their local town or something like that. I don't know if they're still doing that, but at least that wasn't a a, a reboot. I'm really down on reboots lately. Yeah, me too. When when does this turn come uh when does this movie come out? Um I believe I don't know. I'll look at that right now. It's funny. I'm looking at an article right now that's titled why the new Ghostbusters uh, is a reboot and not a sequel. And it says the first trailer of Ghostbusters might have you assuming it's a sequel uh, in that it says 30 years ago, four scientists saved New York. It declares this summer, a new team will answer the call. But, yeah. the new, but the new take on the 1984 supernatural comedy is in fact a reboot director and writer, Paul Fig. Um, mm. Oh, whose comedy chops you may know from Bridesmaids. That's so funny. Uh. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> uh, explained why he rebooted the movie. So I guess the writer and director is saying that it is a reboot and his reboot is basically Bridesmaids. Wait, there was a man involved? Because With- I, I felt like they, they sh- show that picture of the entire cast and crew and everybody being female. I didn't think well, there was unless- a guy. Paul Fig, maybe Paul can be a female name, I guess. I don't know. Paula Fig, okay. But Mm. that makes so much sense because Paul Fig did Bridesmaids and did it with Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy, who are you know two of the main characters in this movie. Uh, wow, I can't. That's funny. I'm trying to remain hopeful. I I, I like I like McCarthy. She's been good in a lot of stuff. She's awesome. She's great. So I mean, I like Kristen. I like like I said, I like all the actresses. I think they're all funny. I think they're all talented. It's just fuck, man. Give me a good movie. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Um, I really feel like if you can't put together a good trailer, there has to be like where there's smoke, there's fire. Like if that's the best you can show me to make me want to see your film. Yeah, pretty bad. Yeah, can't find a release date. No, eh, I don't know. Soon enough, we'll we'll be too busy playing uh, BDO to yeah to give a crap. Yeah. 
Speaking of BDO, you guys think we've covered that and other topics enough for to call this episode an episode? I, I think I want to get back to playing, so uh, I vote yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will we will feed your addiction, Brian. Yeah. Call yeah, it an right. episode. <laughs> Speaking of addictions, we're kind of hypocritical in uh, in any way condemning companies for feeding addictions when we feed yours every week with exciting new podcast. I feel like there should be a name for podcast content. Podtent. Podtent. Hey, copyright. Yeah. Patent pending. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Here at the Nerd Travaganza Podcast, we highly encourage you to up your listening skill week after week by subscribing to us on iTunes. Uh, get maximum loot by giving us maximum stars. And if none of that is to your liking, switch class to Stitcher user and uh, try listening to us on that venue. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, add us to your Google circle, and uh, join our guild on, I have no idea what server. Uh, <laughs> Take a break from your ghost busting and head on over to nerdstravaganza.com and check out this and all of our back episodes. Uh, Proton pack on over to <laughs> YouTube, <laughs> type in nerdstravaganza into our handy dandy search bar and uh, all of our this and all of our other premium video content will come up and send us an email at nerdstravaganza at gmail.com and write us a massively long email not massive massively long (laughs) and with all that said brian how are the red wings doing (laughs) uh game game Trump Slap. for president. <laughs> you, should have done, you should have said slash ignore. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Right, Good night, we're everybody. Done. We're done. <laughs>